Anna. Oh my god. How gosh. are you? I am so good. I actually can't even believe we're about to record what we're about to record. Well, it's interesting how it went from, is there going to be another season of Family Karma? And then trying to get an answer out of both the cast members and Bravo, what was going on. And then, of course, we always have uh, our DMs from mysterious sources telling us (laughs) different things. And so finally, we're here. We're a little late. But we're here. We're a little late. And um, wow, the season premiere was so good. It was really good. So we have a lot to talk about. But before we do, we're hoping we have some new listeners. Um, Just again, my name is Indra. I'm Deanna. And we are the co-hosts of Family Karma Cast. We started this podcast when Family Karma was announced last year. And we didn't know where it would take us, no but idea. here we are. Here we are, and right where we should we are, be. <laughs> right where <laughs> we should be. And like, just so people know, I am Indian American, and Deanna, how would you describe yourself? I'm white bread. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you're Italian American. I am Italian American, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, but you know, we love pop culture. We love Bravo. We Ugh. love talking through reality TV. Um, my style with, I, and I make Deanna go with me on this is I like to talk through every single scene right. of the show. And I think it's cool with family karma because like, there's so many like little things that happen mm. between the families and little things like that. It's like kind of fun to like, just point them all out and sort of discuss the things that jump out to us. So that's our deal. We're getting dynamics that we haven't seen both in reality television and in pop culture, Mm -hmm. Um, especially opening the space to family. Yes. um, And the grandparents, which I think are just like so important to especially focus on um, the older generation. Yes, it's truly all generations on this show. And they're all like interacting with each other Mm -hmm. too. Like you see them in the same spaces. You see confessionals with the cast members and their parents. Um, it's kind of a different vibe and I love it. I just think it's so great. It's so compelling. There's so many just like lovely moments that happen. And wow, this episode really served the drama. So before we get into the episode, we want to just tell everyone that in addition to our weekly podcast episodes that we're going to be do, doing recapping each episode of the season, we also have a Patreon account, Family Karma Cast with a K, and each week we put up a Thirsty 30 Bravo TV and pop culture chat where Deanna and I talk about all the other Bravo shows. We talk about pop culture news. Um, for some it's reason, really fun. What, not for some reason, it's always trailing like Ben Affleck's um, <laughs> latest, <laughs> latest love romantic foray. <laughs> which and yeah, yeah are fascinating and commentary it's so much commentary on what's going on in pop culture I feel yeah and there's always something fun to talk about so join us there for a dollar a month you get um, an episode every single week and sometimes we throw extra stuff on there we'll talk about other reality tv like the bachelor which the bachelorette is about to start tonight so that's exciting um yeah there's lots of stuff to talk about on there so just a quick plug to join us there uh patreon.com slash family karma cast with a k and i think let's just get into the episode and if we have some other notes we'll include them at the end so where so talk to me about 
how did you set yourself up for watching this big premiere? <laughs> well, okay. So here's the deal. Deanna was away last week and she runs our Twitter and I run the Instagram. So like you, we know like live tweeting and stuff during the show is like kind of a thing, but like it's hard for us here because for some reason in the Boulder, Denver metro area, Family Karma comes on at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday. I know. It's so tough. <laughs> and we have like young kids and I like work. Can't. I'm school. basically not. Yeah, I'm not human like after 9 a.m., 9 p.m. basically. So um, I was I but I was committed. I was like, you I'm going to watch Beverly Hills and then I'm going to go into Family Karma and Patrick, my partner, watched with me because he loves Family Karma. And I've been hearing from so many people who are like, my husband or my partner or whoever will not watch any Bravo shows, but they will watch Family Karma with me because mm. there's just something different about right, the show. Right. Um, it's less about, well, I say that and then there's the season premiere. It's less about <laughs> <laughs> taking each other down and more mm -hmm. about understanding and, and enjoying the community that they're um, yeah. presenting to us. And I even think that the taking each other down aspect of Which we can get today's... into. We can yes, get into. I, I think that Lots there of different is... different opinions about... There is love behind that in some ways, which we will get into towards the end of the episode. But anyway, I was like so tired, but... I watched it. I had my laptop out taking notes. I'm committed. Um, so I committed. have rewatched it. You rewatched since it. Then. And we appreciate yeah, because that. I've been trying to grab clips and stuff for Instagram. And then I was just rewatching it. And I noticed a lot of things that I missed the first time. So I'm glad I rewatched it. And let's talk about let's it. Just let's go talk into about it. it. So, like, the beginning is this confessional with. Chitra auntie who's Anisha's mom and Dharma auntie who's Brian's mom and they're just like shooting the shit talking about like everything it was such a brilliant opener for the show right and I think it's um the thing that I appreciate about Bravo which definitely you see in these women is we're supposed to like we're brought up thinking especially uh before Bravo kind of showed us this like once you reach a certain age, you're a golden girl. For example, like I read <laughs> that the golden girls, like the average age is like 58. Like we're supposed really? to be. Yeah, they're in their like late 50s. Oh, I thought they were like 70 right. plus. No, they no. Like okay. Dorothy is supposed to be like 59, 58 years old. OK, that makes sense. So they're living their best life in their late 50s. But they're supposed to be retired and seniors and not like, you yeah. know, like they had Blanche who kind of cared about her looks a lot. And that's like it, she was kind of the butt of the jokes. But the thing I appreciate about Bravo and especially like what Family Karma does is you have these stunning glowing oh confident my God. women and it's something to aspire to yes it is and they are the so, glamour like, the glamour are, the glamour the like the skin the care like these women <laughs> the makeup I am like, I hope at least part of that is just because they're Indian. I want to look like that when I am. <laughs> yes. Um, they are it's like, I think we can all agree. Chitra auntie and Dharma auntie are like absolutely stunning. Stunning. Stunning And women. just like glowing personalities. The glow up is yes. not even just about, you know, what they're wearing. The shimmer or on even their how face, they look. how they yeah. look. It's the... 
it's the it's the teasing. It's like you're you know, it's something to aspire to. Yes. And like and they were having so much so fun. So much fun. And it's not Ramona like walking or it's not as like in your face as Ramona walking around in pasties. And yes, on this show for new <laughs> listeners, we do bring up other Bravo shows. Yes. Um which it's okay, hopefully, for those of you who don't watch them. But what we're trying to say is, so the part that I think illustrates kind of what you're talking mm-hmm. about is like, so they're talking about how only on like, you know, on our confessionals, we just talk about the kids on the show. No. But when it's just us aunties, we talk about anything but our kids. And then they're talking about, you know, sweeping things under the rug. Like this is a theme yes. from last year. Vishal talked a lot last season about how he just prefers to sweep things under the rug. He doesn't like conflict. He doesn't want to get shies into away it. from it. And this was like yes. a, an important aspect of things that he was struggling with in his relationship. Absolutely. And so and then <laughs> they're like. Dharma auntie was like, well, if you keep sweeping, sweeping things under the rug, it's not going to go well. And Jitharanti's like, yeah, eventually the rug will bulge. (laughs) And and I think it's just like an interesting like it it is kind of I don't know if it's the theme or the message in this. The theme Mm. maybe of just like, what do we do when we have a community and a culture that does this? But we're going to approach things heads on. It's a little bit of an experiment if we think about it. It's a little messy. Yeah, it's, it's a little going messy. to get messy. And we're watching them confront things because, you know, in other Bravo shows, you get these headstrong people and, you know, they prep them up to be like, you gotta, you know, we're, we're looking for women and men that just take things on. And with yep. this, we're dealing with um, people, a real that, family, a real and family and community that have done this maybe for generations. Yes, absolutely. It's like. And I think that's why it was so sensitive to Vishal, which we will get which into. Which we will get to. Yeah. So and Vishal um, is looking mighty nice. Vish- Do you think so? <laughs> I think everyone, everyone is looking is, incredible. Everyone has their glow up, okay? I've, I've heard several times in comments on our Instagram and DMs that people are like, this is the best looking cast on oh, Bravo. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And it's Shaz. mostly men. Yeah. Yeah. This and oh, Shaw's. Which oh, we, we'll get into in the Patreon because we have yeah. a new love interest on this podcast. Oh, yes. If you want to know about who I think is the hottest Oh, guy and it in was Bravo. interesting because we were texting each other and you said that. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God, I feel the same. Anyway, getting back to family karma. Getting back. So um, then we see Anisha and her mom, who, again, another dynamic duo. Like, Anisha is so funny. Chitranti is so funny. Like, the... The apple does not fall f- far from the tree on that one. And, and I think like, like Anisha seems a little bit more confident this season. Do you think so? Yeah. I I think she's always been confident. There's something um, different though. But she seems happier. She, see- she that, seems maybe happier. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And, and she has said very publicly like on her podcast and stuff that when they filmed season one, she was at like one of, if not the lowest point in her life. So she like, so she's had a glow up. Chitranti, she's like, the producer's like, Anisha, you look great. And she's like, yeah, you know, my mom was like, 
look at the other women. <gasps> Chitharandi was like, look at the other women on the show. She's like, you look like <laughs> what the cat dragged. Oh my gosh. And I think just <laughs> so harsh. I think but like also I appreciate, very auntie. I appreciate the directness that we're seeing yes. from everyone. Which is such an Indian auntie thing. Mm-hmm. It really is. And so when I see that, like I don't see criticism. No. I see like there's love here. She wants her daughter to look great. Yeah. She wants her daughter to look the best. And she's just like telling it to her like it is basically. Um, so then we see them riding in the car talking about Anisha's eggs. Anisha makes a bold statement. I've never been the perfect Indian girl and I'm not about to start now. And they asked Chitra what she thought about freezing eggs at first. And she's like, well, I, th- I was thinking about cage-free eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, if it, it will make her happy and it'll give me a grandchild, like, absolutely. And Anisha says, like, it, it's so funny. She's like, yeah, I went to the doctor. It's the first time a man has touched me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When she says to Dylan that she's been celibate for three years and his reaction was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh okay he's she she was like how long have you been like not had sex and he's like three months and she's like three years i know it was like <laughs> he looked at her like she'd been holding her breath for three yeah, years he was like shocked true shock um and then she's talking about like meeting men on on the internet and she met like a surgeon but then she saw him in on ig like lying in his mother's lap and she was like no and she has all these like so Anisha's two criteria is they must uh, have a tongue scraper and they have to use wet wipes when they go to the bathroom, when they go number two. Does the tongue scraper, does it get rid of bad breath? Is that what it is? I mean, I think it keeps your tongue, like the white stuff on your tongue. It takes that off. What does the white stuff do? I think it's like there for a reason, but I think it also can promote bad breath if you have too much I of am it. not going to lie. Know. I looked on Amazon how much a tongue scraper. I don't. So it's like <laughs> a tongue scraping company should really like she should be doing ads for. Yeah, she right? should. Actually, and Anisha is very enterprising. So if she's listening to this, she's probably already on do, it. Do you have a tongue but, scraper? Okay, no, I don't. I don't. Do no, you? No, I've never had one. How much was it? It was like there were the cheapy ones for like six dollars, and then it goes up from there. You think there's like gold plated ones? And- there's just like the really. I mean, J Lo probably has. J Lo will be brought up a lot on this podcast, but like yeah. <laughs> J Lo probably has like an expensive like one, you know, that's custom made that she like keeps in a in a special case and. Um, what about wet wipes for number two? Yes, I believe in wet wipes. I have wet wipes. Oh, the flushable kind? No, because to, they, I don't believe that they should be flushed. Yeah, so the environmental impact is a thing. So Right. I've, I read an article once that Pharrell, like he clogged to- a toilet or something in London. <laughs> Because he's, he's, yeah, he's really known to like carry, he was known to carry wet wipes everywhere. And he was just uh-huh. like flushing them down the toilet and they were non-flushable <laughs> ones. So, oh, so no. kids and, and uh, folks, when you Tell buy everybody. wet wipes that are non-flushable, do not flush them down the toilet. The wise words from Deanna. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, okay. And then they show our first grandpa Oh, clip, I love that. Which, 
uh, when and uh, Anisha's filming her on her fo- him on her phone. She's like, "Dad or Grandpa, do you know what a catfish is?" <laughs> and he goes, "I know cat. I know fish." <laughs> Another reason <laughs> he's why like, I don't know. I love this show so much, and I love it uh-huh. when it happens in any reality universe. There's something uh-huh. about uh, a character breaking the fourth wall, and it happens all the time. It happens all the time. They're always like, you know, we saw Monica. The first thing that she did when she was making mm-hmm. food in the first season, she let the cameraman try it. She's feeding, yes, which is like, and it that is also like it's such an Indian thing to like feed everyone mm-hmm. in the room, and you know, there's like ten to fifteen people standing there right. filming and holding boom mics and all this stuff, and so she's like engaging with them because that's what you do where it also invites you closer to them it does and i've heard from a lot of people that they enjoy that aspect of the show which is and grandpa was doing that when grandpa was trying to explain that they were filming and he was a little confused he's like looking at the boom mic and he's like what's going on and the producer's like hey that's us and you know we're here it was really sweet actually um i think it's also if i could just talk about the seniors a little bit if you don't mind yeah go ahead i think it's important because like In our culture, which we've said on this podcast before, like we look at elderly people, we discard them, they're invisible, we talk to them like babies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And these people have lived these full lives. Like Anisha's, was was her grandpa a banker and just like... No, so he was the first to leave his family from India. He went to London, which is the story of so Mm. many of our parents and grandparents. And then he like turned his life into becoming like the CFO of some huge company yeah. in Dubai. And like that's, yeah. I think it's like a really important for Western culture to like really like hear those stories and see them on camera and yeah. for, you know, to see, you know, in, in Indian culture for them to talk to each other. Like they're, they're not like these people that should be cast off or, you know what I mean or like taking care of like elsewhere I mean and you know everyone needs to make their own decisions decisions. about that because like there are points where some people like you can't take care of them because their needs exceed your skill set but but like just you know Anisha was visiting them every every single single day day. you know that's huge Huge. and just making sure that they feel like mental health you know that they they are so part of the family. They're part of all the conversations. They they don't just drop in, you know. It's like a real family unit. And it's so sad because during COVID, you could see that she she yeah I don't know, she, she couldn't, couldn't go, go in. in or they couldn't come over. I mean, it's just like these are the stories that we need to talk about because these are these are not the traumas, but these are the th- mental health struggles that we are going to talk about. Yeah after COVID totally absolutely for everyone and especially the elderly so Mm -hmm. um okay so then at the end of their little car trip there's this little text conversation that Brian's Mm. having a birthday party and you know Vishal wants to turn up Amrith wants to see Brian in a speedo (laughs) um what what did uh Monica's like I'll even do a shot and Anisha's like I'm coming, but I can't drink. And Amrit's like, why are you pregnant? But it's no, it's because she's freezing her eggs, which is an arduous process. Like I've heard stories. It's like shots in the butt every day. Your hormones are zooming around. Oh my gosh. You have to watch everything you're eating and drinking and everything. So um, I hope we really follow her on that journey because it is an 
Um, she shouldn't feel the need to share it, of course, but it is yeah. an important story to tell and show like viewers like us. It's empowering for women who are 100%. her age, 36 years old, who, you know, they want to have a family eventually, but they don't have mm. the pieces in place to do that yet. So, you know, she's taking charge of that. And I think that's great. Um, okay. So then we're at Brian's birthday celebration at his house. Um, and we meet his new girlfriend, Monica. Monica. Shaw. And I'm not going to say Monica number two. We should just say Monica S maybe. Yeah. Well, yes. We should say Monica Shaw or yeah. Yeah. Someone was saying Dr. Monica. Let's say Monica S. Oh, I like Dr. Mo- okay. I, I did like Dr. Monica. We could do Dr. Monica. Let's do Dr. Monica and then Monica. Give her Vistani. her due, right? Yeah. She is a doctor. I mean, that's pretty dope. Um, yeah. So they're talking in the phone and we see her and Brian's like, yeah, you know, I can you believe it? I settled down (laughs) with this with this girl for Mm -hmm. six months. Um, She lives in Tampa. um, And yeah, then they sort of like segue into but what's going on with Monica Viswani and they and they introduce us to her boyfriend, Rishi. They're on the phone. She's like in the car and he's like at his apartment or something. And Brian gives a little commentary. He's like, yeah, you know, Rishi's great. We all grew up together. And that's what I loved about just like incorporating someone else. And granted, she he's Monica Viswani's boyfriend. But it's like, oh, another puzzle piece to the community that we're seeing. Yes, totally. And it's like (laughs) apparently like him and Mon- Rishi and Monica like kind of crushed on each other for like years growing up and, and then I finally made it happen. There's not enough throwback photos they can show me. Oh my God. I am not getting bored. <laughs> I am like it. That footage on the basketball court. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and them playing basketball, which we'll get to, which oh, it was I so was good. cracking up out loud. Oh my God. So, um, Anyway, Brian says Rishi's an honest, good dude. Then we're back at the Which Dharma we house. love for I Monica. Mean, yes. We're and back. Shout at the- out. Shout out. I'm going to shout out us. Okay. <laughs> Go back to yes. our interview. Yes. With Monica Viswani. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As she skated ever so politely around this issue. And she did. Told- and and look for clues. Yes. Look for clues. Um, It was a lovely interview. She's a great person. Please oh, yeah. do listen to it. Shout okay. Then we're Simba. back at the Benny household. Um, Like they have uh the, the cake come out. Like there's this whole like secret thing. They have shout the out come to out. bun cakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of bun cakes on Hell this yeah. episode. I'm about, I just ate you a bun like cake. You like bun cakes? So, okay. I'm going to. Nothing but cakes. That was okay. a nothing but yes. cakes. I just Which is a one. place in Boulder and Denver? They or have them Boulder? everywhere. Oh, oh, is that like a nationwide chain? It's a chain. Oh, okay. And okay. I just had one two weeks ago. And so like... A- for my gr- for my mother-in-laws, that's our thing is we all have bunt cakes for each other's birthdays. I just need you to know that if you ever celebrate my birthday with me, if you don't there's want not a like cake? a basic ass vanilla birthday oh, cake hell, there... Oh, give me a sheet cake from Safeway? <laughs> from Costco? With, yes, like oh, chemicals. Andrew hates yeah. like the chemical frosting. Oh, I fucking love that Oh, I shit. love it. I it makes me it. feel terrible. Like if like, there's <laughs> like a rose on it or something. Yes, give hell me the yeah, rose. give me the corner piece <laughs> with the rose. With the um, blue rose. But like they're a- keep they're keeping it healthy no, at the Benny household. Well, we'll see. I mean, but nothing but cakes isn't necessarily he- 
uh, healthy. But yeah, I could spot that nothing but cakes from a mile away. (laughs) (laughs) So then, um, you know, then he they show a confessional with Brian and his parents, and they're like, "What do you think of you know Brian's girlfriend?" Me, I know, so funny. When she okay, we'll get to it. When Vishal was going at it with oh oh uh, the tortellini with Sean and. His mom is smiling like I LOL'd out loud. I swear to God. I was cracking up. That was so funny. And when Anisha's like, Dharma Auntie's in like in Rome, flambing. <laughs> She and she has no idea. She has this big smile on her I face. Know. She's having the best time. I, think that I love was it. My favorite part of the whole episode. I actually totally agree. I loved that part so much. Okay, so then they're like, "We want grandkids," and Brian's like, "What if I'm shooting blanks?" And they're like oh joking around. And then Dharma Auntie's like. You know, if I laugh, like, just cut it out because, like, I don't have, like, a nice, cute laugh. I I have a bad laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think the only other thing we have to bring up about the scene that is absolutely hilarious is Dharma Auntie calls Monica a prick tease. (laughs) (gasps) I know. And Andrew was like, what is that? What'd she say? And I was like, oh, you heard what she said. You heard. I'm going to say, like, I cannot remember the last time. If ever I've heard someone say I the know. phrase prick tease, and I am here for it. I mean, it's interesting <laughs> because I wonder if Brian said that in front of her and she just digested He looked shocked when she said that. He was like, whoa, you're going to take it there. And then she just kept saying it over and over again. And then she's like, I- okay, I guess a nicer word is flirtatious. <laughs> Do you think she was? Um, what? Well, I no, I don't no, think Monica I don't think was a so prick either. tease. No, no, I, think, I don't either. I think this is Dharma Auntie standing up for her son. It's Mama energy, being like, oh, screw her. She broke my yeah. my son's heart and whatever. And. I'm not really sure he was too heartbroken. No, but. no, I think he's a player. I mean, and, and I mean this really genuinely. Like, <laughs> Brian, he loves we the love ladies. you. We he love does. Brian. He loves the ladies. And he there's nothing the wrong with that. He does. Um, I do have to say that. Um, I love Brian's brother. I'm just going to throw that out there. Nick. They look, Nick looks identical to Brian. So I did a poll on Instagram and it was to see if people thought, yes, they look like twins or no, I don't see it. what they say? It was pretty half and half. Half and half? Yeah. I mean, I actually, I see it and I don't see it, you know? like he So Nick looks a lot like the dad. Yeah, he does. But I I can't wait to see more of them. Love it. Um, Again, I love we're putting more puzzle pieces into the puzzle. We're getting mm-hmm. like we're gonna get Monica's mom. <gasps> yes, I I'm very interested to see more the rest of her family, which is her mom, yeah. and how that all kind of goes down. And of course, we love Raj. We love Monica's uh, dad, Raj Uncle. And I'm, I know I'm amazing. throwing out a lot, but I'm just really excited and caffeinated. <laughs> yeah. I really want to shout out everyone on the show for being so vulnerable when I yes. know it's just like. Maybe not a part of the, like the, you know, we talked about sweeping things under the rug and yeah. they're really in this, in the second season, they're getting more vulnerable and I appreciate that so much. Yeah. And I think it's like 
real issues too which right yeah this isn't manufactured no it's not um i'm just okay, talking so, about especially with monica and her parents and stuff and we're gonna... i know yeah because this is real like if she's really serious about rishi which she is she says in those previews we see like you know i don't think my parents have or mm. i don't think rishi's seen my parents in the same room together which is like do you think that's you know, a big deal though i don't but like at a wedding it could be kind oh, of awkward that's a really good point. you know like family celebrations things like that it's like how is that gonna work so we'll see um we'll see. i'm jumping Amrit around nicholas, i apologize no it's okay i'm at the nicholas have a new apartment and I wanted to see more of their home life I with know. the parents. I know, I know. We will. I think uh, we will. Theo. Theo. Theo's he's a supermodel. So he's a supermodel. <laughs> Linda Evangelista, watch out. Theo's he's, coming he's, down the walkway. He's definitely one of the most handsome dogs so on handsome. Bravo. And he seems so good. He does. And like Remember last season when he would share a banana with Amrith every morning? I, listen, I have shared popsicles with my dog. Isn't uh, that disgusting? What a bond <laughs> for life. I know it's so gross. So immediately Amrith is FaceTiming his mom and she's like, do you have a microwave? Like, maybe I you should this. just come home. Like, why I are you there? This. And then they show the confessional and his dad is like, so are you going to come home for dinner every day? I know. <laughs> it's like, uh, probably not. But that, again, that's so like, it's so reminiscent of like, like my parents, they live a mile right. away from me. So I legit could see them every day if I wanted. And it, it is this constant thing of like, you know, especially right now, Patrick is out of town. So it's just me and my son and the dogs. And they're like, come over every day. I Make sure like this. That. Stuff, uh, <laughs> you know, and I think like, like for me as someone who grew up and you know my situation as someone yeah. who didn't grow up with that, it's something that like, I I want to be that parent, you know, and that's yeah. the parent I am. I am like really dedicated to being and to see that on mm -hmm. on tape, on tape, on the screen. Yes. It's just like it's so it's so amazing. And it so really inspirational. Is. It really is. Um and it's it's just it is lovely to see. So then we go then Brian and Vishal show up and this is kind of oh where we get a little God. serious. And it's so it's so broy and I mean this really <laughs> sweetly. They like come over with not even a coffee for him. No, it's just like, like no it, flowers, no like oh you moved. It was just like they both stumble in with their Starbucks. <laughs> and like, I love them. And I think they were like who said like no bottles of tequila or champagne? Like, why aren't we? Uh, yeah. Drinking? <laughs> like, um, did I'm like, was like mom made food for them. Of course. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, so then they sit down and Vishal gets serious. He's clearly in this scene. Not okay. Like he seems, I felt there's like a he, darkness. There's a darkness. Did you? F I felt like he was on the verge of tears throughout oh, yeah. that whole conversation. This was so real. It really was. And, um, you know, he gets into his confessional kind of going over the whole situation with Lopanti, how she doesn't like him, how he's terrified of knew. her. We knew we saw them make yes. up a little bit at the engagement party, but there's still tension. And, and um and then Vishal reveals I haven't spoken to Richa, his fiance, in a couple weeks, which okay, trouble in paradise. He says, you know, things were good after your the engagement. And then he tells a little story about how 
he got COVID early on. It made his Crohn's disease mm. flare up, which is a major thing yeah. for him. Um, and I remember when we found out. Yeah. Remember last year when we found out he had it and we were wondering about what was going to happen with the Crohn's yeah. disease. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was hard, and it had a toll on his relationship. They went to a couple's therapists, and then it turned into him kind of really digging deep into his own therapy and realizing that he has some pent-up anger going on and that he's trying to work on kind of speaking his mind more and standing up for himself. Which I think sounds all beneficial, but again, we're we're getting one-sided of this. We haven't yeah. yet indulged in her side of it. There's always two sides to every story. Not yes. that I'm trying to doubt him. Well, this is the th- this is the truly missing piece, which I hope we're going to get into right. in these next episodes is like, what is going on with Richa? Like, what are her what, what is she upset about that got to the point where because it wasn't clear to me why she gave the ring back and no. said, I don't consider you my boyfriend anymore which is huge after nine years like nine years this is like they say like the three worst things to happen to you in life is the death of a loved one Mm -hmm. divorce which Mm -hmm. this is essentially like a divorce right or like a separation when you've been together for that long you are engaged like it doesn't matter the titles don't matter like this is your relationship that's falling to pieces and what's the third one I can't remember. Moving. Moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, God, terrible. So she's like, um, she's like, we don't know what's going on. And we exactly. didn't know her side of the story last year. We got a lot of Lopa auntie, but not as much Richa, which was my. Yes, we got complaint. a lot of Lopa auntie. I totally agree with that. And I think this season we will see more of Richa's side of the story. I hope so. Um. So anyway, you know. But Vishal does say, you know, she thinks I'm the same person I was in my 20s. I'm not ready to start a family and have kids. And she gave me back my ring. And he's saying, like, this isn't just like a normal fight. This is like a lot worse mm-hmm. than it normally is. And so he is not in a good place. And um, he says that he overheard Lopanti telling Richa not to tell him about the apartment they this were buying in wild. Miami. This and- is yeah a like, low blow that would dirty. make me feel terrible too like well, it's like you're supposed to feel like you're a part of someone's family and yeah for for that to be said is just exclusion yeah I mean it's like to not even tell and and again we don't know exactly what was right. going on at that right. moment maybe Lopanti is like the relationship is over like they we need you need to be separated or whatever. Who knows? But or maybe Richa said that I'm done. Yeah. And then Lopa Ani reminded her like, well, don't tell him about like yeah. this because it's yeah. like you don't have that link anymore. Totally, totally. But we'll see. Either way, I can see how it could really hurt Vishal's mm. feelings to see that. And then Amrith is kind of like, yeah, you know, it's really tough to see this. I introduced both of them. I'm friends with both Which of them. Which we didn't know, right? In last no, season? No, they did say in the first they season, did. actually. They did a quick thing where Amrith was like, yeah, I went to... Amrith and Richa went to law school together. Right. And then that's how they met okay. Vishal and Richa. And then he's saying, you know, this doesn't just sound like just a fight. It seems like almost Mm -hmm. like a fork in the road. So more to come on that, I think, in coming episodes. Um, We see a quick confessional with Raj Uncle and Monica where he says that he thinks she's extra confident now. Hashtag Mm. thriving, which is great. 
And then we get to Rishi's house. Um, Rishi, Monica's new boyfriend. He has just, um, I don't, I couldn't tell if this was like his new apartment or if he'd been living there for a while. I don't understand. Did you see the Sour Patch Kids in the fridge? And tell me what you think. (laughs) How many Sour Patch Kids boxes were there? Like a whole thing, uh, like a bag of Sour Patch Kids in the fridge. Oh, I appreciate that they should. I'm not a Sour Patch person. I don't like gummy stuff. Okay, so you don't, you don't even have an opinion on this? (laughs) <laughs> no but like why are they in the fridge I know. <laughs> that's what I asked it's so um family Although karma it's like really interesting because do you know people that like freeze their Oreos yes some people freeze all their desserts so yes. I put this up on Instagram like? and I was like what do people think of this and people were saying that like yeah they do put like weird sweet treats in the fridge sometimes like I understand putting like Oreos makes sense to me why I don't know it's just like to make it like a different consistency, maybe a little mm. crunchier. Mm-hmm. But Sour Patch Kids, like I always think of, you want them to be kind of gooey and sticky. And if mm. you put them in the fridge, it might take that away. But then Monica DM'd me. Monica, what did she say? She was like, you got to try it. She was like, you have to try it. It's really good. So I'm going to buy some Sour Patch Kids <laughs> and I put them in my fridge. <laughs> I appreciate that he had that for his woman. And it's oh, not yes. his woman, for his girlfriend friend you know yeah absolutely and um yeah you got to take care it's of like, your do significant we want, other like, champagne on ice or do we want <laughs> sour patch in the fridge like waiting for you for a romantic <laughs> night i think rishi has found the way to monica's heart <laughs> because she doesn't really drink no she does although it did seem like she was kind of turning up at the party Okay, so actually i have some uh because someone posted like Monica doesn't drink. So what was she? She does uh, drink. She just doesn't drink a lot. She was drinking and she said white claw mango flavor. Okay. And there was a comment. Okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to um, it. So Rishi and Monica, Monica's cooking dinner for Rishi because she's just fantastic. I wish I lived with Monica and she could cook I for wish, me I'm so day. inspired, not only with the parenting stuff, but like to cook. <laughs> I know, Everyone's right? Like, cooking. yeah, I, like, I love it. Everyone press, is cooking. Like, the beep, beep, beep in the <laughs> microwave. It's like, right? Yeah, like normally on Bravo, like especially in the Housewives, oh we're like gosh. seeing these beautiful kitchens and no one's no using one. them. And we're also seeing like the Kardashians like shake a salad, <laughs> you know, in plastic tins. They're and like, then we, I'm cooking. I know. They're like, I have my like shaker salad, and then these these people are cooking delicious food. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, so then um, Rishi kind of gets into how like he's a little scared of Monica's dad in terms of like PDA and stuff and doesn't want to like get the wrong message and Raj uncle's like yeah I really love um, Rishi and actually so apparently him and Rishi's mom went to school together <gasps> in Hong Kong which is what? wild such a small world such a so, small world and um, then they Rishi and Raj uncle go out on the balcony and have a little chat and which I love that balcony yeah I love love the, view. love the view and Raj uncle's kind of like yeah you know like you're it's great to see you have your own apartment like any kind of hints at like I'm ready for you guys to get engaged and Rishi doesn't really say anything <laughs> which is fine you which know if fine. he's not ready for it that's fine he um, looks so young does he so look he's young? two years younger than Monica Monica makes a little joke about how she was like ri- right robbing the cradle but she's 29 and he's 27 okay. or she's 30 or 
she's like she around celebrated 30. her okay yeah i don't think she celebrated her 30 or maybe she so just, he is young i mean he's in his like yeah you know 27 28 that's young that's young that is young but he seems to really have his shit together like and i'm unclear of like we remember we were wondering what he does not that he, it's like important well he owns a restaurant and then we need to find out. We will. So we didn't see a lot of him. We never Can saw someone, him talking about his life. Can we has someone DM us, please? I need like a detective sleuth. <laughs> the, the family karma might just give it to us. They might okay. just give it to or, us. Or, yeah. I'm like so impatient with this stuff. I'm like, I need to know. <laughs> Tell me now. Yeah. Um, but they're cute. And Monica seems smitten. And he's so handsome. And she's he's, so beautiful. Not It's more than looks. But like. Yeah. They're a very good looking couple. He's very. Um, he seems really his respectful. His energy, his energy is very like calm. Yes, a hundred percent. And like I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um. Okay. Then we're back to um Amrit's house. He's moving out. It's raining. Right. Um. They're talking about the whole thing. It's like really funny. Lavina Auntie is making sure he has his meds. So he has cute. his chicken. He has his chicken broth. Like all this stuff. Um, and then they're like, so who are you going to miss the most? And and without Obviously. batting an eye, Obviously. he's like, his dad is like, Theo. Of course. <laughs> of course. Because Theo, as I said, the supermodel. Listen, supermodel brightens up a room. Yes. <laughs> he right? walks into any room. Oh. The lights turn on. It's everybody's like, okay, happy. I'm not trying to brag, but like. You know, it's like Giselle Bunchen. Once I went to this party and she <laughs> yeah. was there and, and it was like literally like you could you could tell why she was Giselle Bunchen. You know, what everyone I mean? was like, looking. Well, she just lights up a room like her energy. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's the like that's it how I imagine like if Theo maybe was a supermodel, he wouldn't be Linda Evangelista. He's more has like a Giselle Bunchen vibe. Yes. Theo. Do you agree? I like, totally hair, agree. I could have. <laughs> Uh, Theo like, is the supermodel of all supermodel Theo dogs. Theo is the Giselle Bunchen of dogs. <laughs> Here we go. Not Here on, we yeah, go. Without the Tom Brady, because he just shines on his own. Oh my God, he does. He does. Is Amrit the Tom Brady? You should put like, <laughs> can you do an Instagram like poll? Yes. Like, yes. Like, Amrit, no, first it has to be Theo and then like, does, he, and then uh, Giselle together. And then it has to be Theo and Amrit and then <laughs> Giselle and Tom Brady together. And it's like, it's like a little like Venn we diagram. Like, yeah, we need results. We need results if people agree with us. Yeah. Please tell us, DM us, please. Um, okay. So then they're talking about like, Amrit's like, yeah, it'll be nice to like have our own place. Like, Nick likes to air out after the shower and yes. be naked, which 100%. I totally get. Yes. And then the producer's like, so are you like, doing adult things aka having sex at your parents house and he's like no we were not which and I can totally I get that it was a I month like they've been together for a while they were probably like it's just not worth it to to get into this right now um and then you know they're getting in the car it's a little stressful it's raining whatever I got the vibe that they're like very ready to leave and have their own space which is totally We've all been there if We've you have um, parents-in-law or a partner with parents who get in the mix. Like, 
it's a it's a vibe. I mean, we even have to think of like when during Christmas or some holiday when you're staying with family, yes. and there is that moment where you like can't get out the door fast. You're all to on top on. of each other. Yeah, and it's just like when when you're looking forward to the flight, the drive home, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like there's that like rush. Okay, you know everyone's let's saying go. goodbye. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. It's like, um, but it was so sweet was. seeing again breaking the fourth wall. Lavina Auntie talking to the producer when they left and saying like you know a little bit of my heart oh, just and left I... <laughs> and then and then um her husband being like yeah but most of you still here come on let's go I know, yeah. <laughs> so I cute love their dynamic I do too it's really amazing so hopefully we get to see them more and more of supermodel Theo um then they arrive at their new place it really I was like are they at a hotel like the hallways yes. So I like I want to. Believe it looks like a like a, a big building. Do we know that Amrit officially moved from Chicago to Miami? I think so. Yeah, like it's okay. I think it's a done deal. He like moved his lawyering to Miami. I think and... it's just so it's so romantic though because. They can live like that. I mean, like we forget when it's just the two of you and like a gorgeous supermodel dog, like you don't need the walls. Yeah. You know? No, totally. They know. And they're just like, and they were talking a little bit about like, hey, are we going to get a nursery one day? And, you know, this is like a stepping stone apartment for them to what's next, I think. And I loved the corner unit, big windows. (gasps) I know. Loved it. Um, Okay. So then we get to Dylan and Sean. Dylan, our new cast member number two. We had Rishi already. Now we have Dylan, Sean's younger brother. Um, There's a little like ditty with them where Sean's like, everybody knows our family in the community. Mm -hmm. Like the Patels are very well known. And we appreciated another mini tour of the compound. Yes. Which we want more. We want want more of the statues I want like a whole segment on the statues yes, like a literally cribs. oh I was thinking of cribs but like Sean and Dylan <laughs> showing us around yes the whole please like do the an MTV extra thing cribs, Bravo cribs just like show us uh, Bravo cribs could absolutely oh be my a gosh. show by could the way imagine? I would be locked in 100 yes. percent um, okay, so Dylan's talking about how like how very Indian their family is to the point where they are like listening to a 10 minute prayer on the I way to school that. every day. And he's like, I would just pray for like the car ride <laughs> to be long enough. So I make schoolmates. Amazing. <laughs> we need more details like this. It was so great. And then here. So we learn a little bit about Dylan. He left Miami in 2012. He went to Duke for college. He lived in San Francisco for four years and now he's living at home for the foreseeable future. Um, If you follow him on social media, you'll see that he is going to Wharton in the fall Mm, on a full ride scholarship. Yay for Dylan. And then we we hear from some other people. Amrit says Dylan is like everyone's little brother. Right. Anisha's like, I've known Dylan since he was one. I would steal chicken nuggets. Amazing. Um, And you know, Dylan talks about, I think they mentioned this in season one, but just bringing up again that he came out while he was at Duke. He wrote a letter in the school newspaper all about it and sent it to his family, which is like the courage to do that and everything, you know, 
just just knowing the stigma and around. I actually should have started um, the podcast mm-hmm. with Happy Pride. Happy Pride what Month, a, everybody. What a better way to celebrate Pride Month than watching these um, these folks on television just explaining their story. Absolutely. Now we have and two LGBTQ, um, ca- uh, not characters, but cast members on Family Karma, which it's is incredible. fantastic. Um, and so, you know, Anisha, when that letter came out, called Dylan to mm-hmm. make sure he was okay. And they've been kind of attached at the hip, hip ever since. Um, their podcast episodes together are always fun and entertaining. They have a really fun Which rapport. Which we'll get to the podcast of. Yes. Um, and so that was kind of that. Then we get to the basketball game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So basketball has been like historically something that they've done for fun within, you know, their friendship. Yes. We, we say. see the footage. Basketball games at the Patel compound. They have footage from back in the day of all of them in their teens shooting hoops with each other, playing games. Like truly this is, this something is like they do a, this is something they do. And I think it illustrated too like they're like they're not blood related but they're kind it's kind of like cousins that right. like hang out together all the time they're like a big family unit extended family they're all from the indian community like that's the vibe i was getting mm-hmm. and it was really wonderful to see i thought i loved when like brian and amrit they're rolling up to the court and brian's like trying to get them all hyped like all right we got to go in there like <laughs> hey guys whatever and then amrit's like oh you have star fruit. i know i love, I love that I love that. And it's like they're just creeping along the side. It's like not even on like a proper path, just like no, in the like grass. In the trees. Yeah. <laughs> like hitting branches. And, and maybe was... we can say that's how informal it is, their games yeah. are, and how well they know each other. It's like they're just creeping on the side of like the ball court. <laughs> Oh, and then they roll up and um, and it's vis- a it's a miss. It's all it's a miss. A, it's all a miss. <laughs> the first part though is like Dylan's like, "Hey, I texted Vishal. He never texted me back. Is he coming?" Like, so we're kind of like in this uncomfortable space of like, okay, Amrit and Vish- and Brian know that Vishal didn't text him back because he's upset about what Dylan said about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not saying anything. And then Vishal does eventually show up. And so this is kind of when we get into like what the the conflict between Dylan and Vishal. Mm-hmm. And to give people some um, information, because there wasn't a lot of information I felt about what was actually said. And when it was said. And when it was said. So Dylan and Neil Patel, who is another, who's a cousin of Sean and Dylan's, who live, had a podcast. Who live in the pot? Who live in the compound? I think Neil lives in New York, but okay. they all grew up together. And so Neil and Dylan started a podcast, which last we know season. about when we yes. started ours. It was called Family Karma Insiders Unplugged, and they were kind of like, "Hey, we are from the Patel ca- compound." Like right. Sean is Dylan's brother, Neil is a cousin. They were kind of like, "We're going to recap the shows and like." give the insider mm-hmm. scoop or whatever. And um and so I guess on one of the podcast episodes or maybe a couple um they discussed you know, cuz on the show they have a little segment in season 1 about Vishal, you know, Vishal being like, "Yeah, when Amrit told me he was gay, I was like, am I gay?" And which I remember we've, which we've talked about. You, you and, and I when we brought length. that up, 
I think we felt uncomfortable even going there. Right. Because I think, I think it's yeah. inappropriate to talk about someone's um, sexuality in that way. Yeah. I think speculation about that yes. type of thing is really it's just not okay it's dangerous it's dangerous and as Amrit says later in the episode you know even if you know Vishal isn't Mm. gay but if he if he was Mm -hmm. you're outing him which is like really not okay it's a very personal thing and um so you know from that perspective I can see why Vishal was really upset from this podcast which has been taken down so I didn't hear it and I don't know Do what was quotes? said. Okay. No, I don't know what was said exactly. Um, and it's interesting Dylan because says, there was just like, it, it wasn't just Dylan and Neil, I should say. It was all of like family karma. A lot of family karma. Twitter was a buzz speculating. Yes. And still, I still see comments all over the place. Like, but isn't Vishal gay? I see stuff about people being like, isn't Sean gay? It's like, everyone what? seems gay on this show. What? I've seen stuff like that, which I is will so immediately disrespectful. unfollow anyone making fun of someone's sobriety. And if you talk about someone's sexuality. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, so here we go. So Vishal go, is like, so Dylan has said Publicly on Twitter. Publicly. That in the past he, I, or recently? No. When the show aired, he says, I did not say those things. I did not say that Vishal was gay. I did compare him. I did like reference him being on the Kinsey scale, which is a uh, Which Sean scale. corrected Vishal about. <laughs> yeah. Side the Richter note. versus yeah, Kinsey. Yeah, yeah. Richter is like measuring earthquakes, okay, I guess. And Kinsey is what? And Kinsey is measuring sexuality. Like one end oh, of the spectrum is you're completely straight and the other end is you're completely gay. And I think he was like talking about where Vishal was on that. And from what I gather, there was some conversation about those different levels involving like the amount, the the chances that you would suck dick. Which is a little bit wow, that's, yeah. That's a that's a lot of language and a lot of language. Let, let, I, I want like to use. You put that, yes. I want to use this comparison. Like mm. DNF, you and I had that mm-hmm. conversation about privately, the Patels, you, privately, or even on our podcast, mm-hmm. which we would not have. Mm-mm. Um, and we did not have this conversation. No, privately we never, even. never. But like, if we did have that. It would hit different, I think, with Vishal because we don't know Vishal. We don't know like, him. We do feel like we know Vishal because we love him, but he. And we like, have some sort not, of connection. Yeah, we're not we're in not, his we're family, not family unit. Yeah, we don't like. We haven't grown up together. We we don't have this history, and I think Vishal felt so hurt by Dylan's comments mm. on his podcast, and you know, I think his co-host too, Neil. Like he felt so hurt by it because he does consider him like a little brother and he does feel like, why are you taking me down like this? And he kept referencing, which I really don't have any information about, but Dylan, apparently on their podcast, some stuff was said in a negative light about Vishal's relationship with Richa, which at that moment, Vishal was in a very tough place. So he was very upset about that too. And I think he felt like, why are you putting this out there publicly for people to like, it felt like a cut from within his clan, which 
I would feel really, really hurt too, honestly, you know? I think it's different than if there's some, like, jackass on Twitter being like, oh, Vishal is gay, and oh, you know, his relationship with Richa is such a joke. Like, yeah. And I don't know what they said. Again, I don't have the information completely. Right. So that's and I just think, like, um, yeah. Go ahead. Like, I think, not to insert myself into the equation, but I think the older I get, I really, like, want to surround myself with people with whatever you have to say behind my back. Mm -hmm. I want you to... I want you to, if, if you're that comfortable talking behind my back, please say it in front of my face. If you're, if you're that like, and it's you not know? even behind his back. It's like on a podcast that he knows he's going to hear. Right. So- and it's weird because I think there's this thing and I'm not defending Dylan at all. And you and I know it from doing even radio shows and doing this. Yeah. Like it's weird to think because you and I are just like hanging out, having a conversation. Yeah. And again, I will, I do not talk about, I'm not going to talk about people's sexuality behind their back in the especially in the year of 2021 um but you forget Mm -hmm. you get so comfortable you forget that people are listening yes totally because we're just like i'm just talking to you You and and i are just like seeing each other we're talking into a mic we forget that you know so many folks are going to be listening to this yeah so there's that. And I think we can, I think you and I agree that like it was wrong to speculate about Bishal's sexuality in a public way. Did he apologize? I forgot. So he does apologize. Before we get into that, I want to also come at this from Dylan's perspective. 100%. And instead of like trying to paraphrase what he said, I'm going to just recommend that anyone here, please go listen to Anisha's podcast, mm. Currently Cringing. Her and Dylan talk about his feelings on it. And it's a 30 minute episode. Um, I think they even get into it like in the first 15 minutes. And um, so if you want to hear from Dylan himself, what he thinks about it, I think it's important for you to listen to that. Um, I don't think it's okay to use violent language to anyone, but particularly not like someone in the LGBTQIA Mm -hmm. community, Mm -hmm. which has been the victim of so much violence Mm -hmm. for so many centuries, millennia, mistreatment. Um, It's it was it was hard to see Vishal use the language that he used. Mm -hmm. And um, I like my heart goes out to Dylan, who was clearly very, very scared and I, I think felt... especially hard to hear about Vishal fighting, like the way he interacted with his brother. Well, okay, so I got a little bit more intel on that from you some did. people in the community. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like they're making the, it sound like they were just beating on each other all the time. Which is like, okay. Oh, which is kind I, of like. I need to get yeah. into it. Like, okay, And okay, I want okay. you to talk about your family dynamic. Oh, yeah. Okay. But like, so I'm the youngest of three. I have two older brothers. We fought all the time. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, my brothers were like not as hard Mm -hmm. on me, but they would get into some pretty big fights sometimes. And like when Amrit says like, if there are siblings out there who don't fight, like I don't believe it, you know? And like, I, so, so then they say like, oh, Vishal's brother is a bro, like this, that, and the other. And like, you know, 
I asked a little bit more with some people from the from the families, extended families about mm-hmm. what was going on with that. And they were like, he's he's not he's like has bro tendencies in terms of how he talks and stuff like that. But he's like a great guy. Everybody loves him. He's not like a violent type. It's it like sounded him and violent. Vishal. It's, that's a perfect word. It sounded violent. But it was not. Okay. I don't. It was just I sibling think it was, hitting It was each sibling other. beef. Right. Which can get kind of rough. But yeah. Oh, I, like my house was like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I'm not even kidding because my parents weren't really around. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like it was just like there had to be one person on top and it was like the other two would fight tooth and nail. Yes. Like physically. Yes. And so I do think that Vishal in that conversation, mm. I watched it back several times. I think he was genuinely looking at like Dylan is my little brother I could see that and I'm gonna smash his face then and like but the way he said it was scary mm-hmm. it, it was, was scary. legit scary and well, like and Dylan was like, scared ripped yeah we have to think about like Vishal shows his six-pack like on television almost every he's like, episode he's like significantly taller than Dylan and like so later on Brian's like at the at after all the shit goes down at the party Brian goes to Vishal like listen Dylan was shaking he yeah. was really scared and he's like Vishal look at you you're like a god <laughs> and it's so true it's so you know true. it's so like, true so it's like imagine I do... Zeus like with a with with like a co- not, not that he's a commoner but like a lesser like like not as well built and Dylan is listen Dylan's so handsome and hot and whatever oh my god Dylan is in great shape too Dylan's in great shape it's just hard to look like Vishal level (laughs) Vishal level takes like a diet (laughs) like timing your weights yeah careful consideration (laughs) yeah doing sit-ups before you take your shirt off oh my god yeah the whole nine yards and i think Um, it was important can i just say like i give dylan also a lot of credit as a side Mm -hmm, note mm -hmm. for showing up in a speedo like as a as a queer a queer man on television Mm -hmm. um in the indian community for just showing like this is what i want to wear and he looked great absolutely and 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 not like no one was like making fun of him like you know what i mean and it's just like the way they 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 embrace him i'm i'm not talking about vishal like beating on him yeah like just another inspirational quality of the community absolutely and the acceptance is really incredible to see and i'm so glad it's on our tv screens for other um you know members of the daisy community to see but i do want to say what dylan Mm. said in that conversation Mm -hmm. so at the basketball court you know vishal brings up all of his things you know you're talking about my relationship you're calling me gay you're putting me on the richter slash kinsey scale and dylan does apologize he said you know i thought you were comfortable with discussing the more feminine aspects of yourself and i was wrong he says Mm -hmm. i was wrong um and you know, I again, I watched it back several times and I did see like genuine contrition on Dylan's face. I do think he was he felt bad. But and then Vishal said that thing about like bashing his face in, and mm. Dylan was like, you know, I don't think we need to resort to violence. This is going to reflect poorly on you. And the tone shifted at that point. But I think leading up to that, clearly they had talked about this before this 
filming had happened. And this was day one of filming, by the way. Oh, interesting. So this is Dylan's first day on the show. Like, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot. And like, I think that um, it was just like, a very charged moment and I think Dylan did apologize leading up to the show he apologized on the basketball court but then things took a turn when Bashal mm. made that comment mm-hmm. so um, also apparently Dylan won the basketball game <laughs> they didn't show that amazing <laughs> go Dylan um, yeah and so so okay so then I think that's all we need to say about that part we'll get to the party in a bit is there anything else you want to say about that? No, but um, I can see it on both ends. I can yes. really see it on both ends. Yeah, I think where I feel it fell is like both of them acted badly. And yeah. I understand where both of them are coming from in terms mm-hmm. of feeling hurt by the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that there is a lot of love in that relationship. Mm-hmm. I think Vishal mm-hmm. really does love Dylan and I think he just really chose his his words incorrectly and again like we just have to remember that he's in a very bad place in this moment and so he's not used to speaking up for himself he's not used to like calling people out I really like that you pointed out that he's vulnerable and angry and he's getting in touch with anger yeah and he needed to let go of that and it didn't come out that well sometimes when you're (laughs) you know because um sometimes when you're feeling anger for the first time Mm -hmm. it comes out wrong yeah you you have to learn to to like manage it yeah rather than suppress it absolutely absolutely and um I think we're just seeing Vishal and at the start of that journey here Mm -hmm. so okay then um we visit with grandma and grandpa we already talked about this a bit but it was just so funny Anisha's bringing them snacks and grandma's like grandpa only wants whiskey and chicken And then she was talking about the the bottle that the dad gave her him, and he's like, "That's not enough." Yeah, it's not enough. And he he's only allowed to have one whiskey. Is that did I? Well, hear no, that? he's like, no, he's saying, "I don't drink. I have once a day." Yeah. And it's like, uh, well, that's still drinking. Yeah. I have a feeling. So this is a very like old male Indian man thing to do is to drink single malt whiskey like once like. My older grandparents who are male have one every day. Really? Maybe two. Like, it's just a thing. And um, does your dad have it? No, my dad. My dad is an interesting um, person with alcohol. Sometimes he will. Sometimes he won't. He's never been really that into hard liquor, though, Mm. I have to say. Um, but then, you know, Anisha talks about, we already talked about how he like came up from India, lived in London, mm-hmm. then was a CFO in Dubai. He just became a U.S. citizen and he voted Amazing. for the first time. He loves Costco. Hell yeah. Um, and Anisha's like, yeah, you know, he says he feels like he's 18 and she loves hanging out with him. They always want to drink together. I love that. <laughs> so I can't wait to see more of them. Um, I love grandma and grandpa so much. It's just, we already talked about how wonderful it is to see grandparents on our screen. Um, and then, um, then we're at the, the birthday party and, um, 
you know, I think the show is trying to build up a narrative around Vishal's alcohol consumption this season. You think so? Yeah, I do. I think, um, you know, it was like he wants to turn up at the party. They show him doing several shots, mm. drinking lots of White Claw. They show him on the phone with his mom at the end of the party. And he basically we know he lies to her and said, I only had two shots and two White Claws. Oh, I didn't realize that he was lying to her. Well, we see him have more drinks than that, I'm pretty sure. Right. Now I'm putting it I together. I could be wrong, but I mean, I think it was the gist of that was that he was not telling the truth about mm-hmm. how much he'd had to drink and um, that potentially this is something else that he's managing right now. I don't, I don't want to say that for sure. I just want to say that I saw production pointing to that a little hmm. bit in this episode, and I'm curious to see where that goes. Um, clearly, the altercation at the end of the night was alcohol-fueled. I think we can agree on that. Um, and so, or I, I'll just say that that's what I felt when I, when I saw it. Um, okay, so we're at the, the party. They're doing shots. Um there's a brief like thing where people kind of comment on the drama between Anisha and Monica and that little thing where Amrit is like, here's a little demonstration of Anisha and Monica saying hi and bye to each other at the party. I mean, they really do not. They don't like each other. They don't like no. each other. And so like Anisha, she goes up to Monica and she's like, I know that we feel the same way about each other. She basically acknowledges like, I know we don't like each other, but I think we can say hi to each other. And she says hi and bye. What did you think of that? Do you think she should have said hi yeah, or just kind of left she, it? I think she kind of like did the right thing. She knows that they have a, a full season ahead of them. Yes. And they and have so to you're be breaking, in the same circle. Yeah, they're going to have to be in the same circle. They probably have been avoiding each other since last season. And so it's just like, let's break the ice. So I did think it was good that she stated the obvious. Yeah. Um, she then goes back to Vishal and is like, yeah, I said hi. And she gave me like a kind of shitty face. And Vishal's like, she was shit faced. And he's just like, no, <laughs> are you shit faced? And that this is another point too. And he yeah. was like, yeah, I am kind of. Um, so, um, but I think something I picked up on. Hmm. So Anisha is hilarious. She knows how to dish it. She knows how to like, pull the out these zingers the sarcasm she's just she's quick she's funny she's like a she's like a natural comedian right mm-hmm. um but i think i saw her throwing shade several times throughout the party um in ways that like made me feel a little uncomfortable like mm. there's the whole dollar store drake thing which mm. she apologized right. for but the fact that she said it in the first place is like a little bit mean girl to me mm. that like that's the energy i get um you know brian's talking about the two monicas and um you know he's like yeah you know one's my girlfriend and he, and anisha's like yeah and the other one is irrelevant which <gasps> is like kind of shady yeah um you know, they start doing flip cup and she's kind of like doesn't want to participate. And she's like, are we at like a frat party? And then 
when Monica kind of could relate to that. Yeah, I mean, I can too. Like, I'm probably I would probably play flip cup just for the fun of it. Well, yeah, I think I would too. But I can understand not wanting to be a part. She like clearly didn't want to be there anymore. And when Monica Shaw shows up, um, Dr. Monica, um, she makes a comment like she goes over to Dylan. She's like, I don't want to be around whack people. And I, I don't, I don't know if she was about. Well, Mo- the two Monicas were kind of like, hey, we know each other from pageant days. Yeah. Like, it's so good to see each other. And Anisha like kind of went over and made a side comment. And so like my read on that is like, I think sometimes when Anisha is like not part of something or it has to do with Monica mm. or whatever, she gets like she gets low, you know, and right. she like throws the shade left and right. And it feels mean to me in a way that I don't love. Um, I think it's interesting because we all watched, again, them butt heads, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I still just don't understand why one would carry that like around hatred through with such yeah. like, a little scuffle. And it's like, I don't know if Monica's saying the same stuff. I feel like Monica's a little bit more direct. She's like, I took offense when she called my boyfriend yeah. Dollar Store Drake. And like, I don't like her. And you know, like, she's just very much like that. And then I see Anisha kind of like throwing the shade to everyone else in the right. background. I think, I think it is like, I, I'm not sure if Anisha's doing this, but when you're harboring um, negative feelings yeah it eats at you it does it does and and it it's like I think like maybe it's good that she left the party because it's like we've seen Bravo celebrities which I'm thinking of NeNe Leakes yeah which just suck the air out of the room when they're having like a bad time yeah yeah and it just kind of halts everything the energy of like production and whatever and so maybe it was like good that be but I hope she is just like not negative through this whole yeah and I think and I don't know like again these are subtle things that I picked Mm. up several times that you I love Anisha I think she's great I love her story I love how confident she is I'm not trying to whatever whatever but like also like her hormones are fucking firing (laughs) off that is true and she's not drinking so that's another reason why she's not playing she's watching people play flip cup she's shooting herself with like hormones to produce (laughs) eggs something that like yes that is a good point you know like we don't know what what she's going through on that and how that's affecting her that is such a good point and um yeah, she didn't want to be there. She basically was like, I want to leave. And like, that's okay. There you know, there's a point in the party when you're when you're not drinking and everyone's getting like drunk and you're like, yes. Uh, and Luann had pointed it out in New York. She was like, this is the time that things turn. Yeah. And I need to not be around to, this. Yeah. And that's a different situation. Of course, that's Luann being sober. But there is yeah. that point in the night that we've all been at and we've all turned with the drinking or we've been on the outside being not drinking and being sober and yeah and so and Bali was kind of like I don't want to be here for the games I'm leaving and um, I'm going to go have dinner with my Which daughter. It did, it did separate a little bit of like what you saw of like the people yeah. kind of adulting a little more. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. And um, and like Anisha is a bit older than like right. Monica and Brian and that crew. Vishal is like closer to Anisha's age. But yeah, I mean, I don't fault her for like wanting to leave. 
I do think that some of the comments were a mm-hmm. little bit, oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Bali. We didn't get to see her very much in this episode, which was a bummer. And I know a lot of people, we're going to see more. We find out that her daughter Anushka has broken up with her boyfriend. She's um, feeling sad. And then Bali and Vishal sit down. And Bali, like I keep saying, she's such a caretaker. She, she really is. wants people she wants to talk through things with people and like she's so good like I wish Bali was here to just like give me advice on the daily (laughs) I think we all should have a Bali you know in our in our life maybe you are the Bali sometimes I feel like okay not to toot my own horn yeah but like sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit of a Bali yeah I think you are can I can I say that or is that I like think narcissistic? You can. I know. Like I, I feel like I can come to you with my problems and you can help me work through them, which is a Bali Thank characteristic. You. So we love it. <laughs> um, but Bali gave Vishal great advice, I thought. He he was like, What do I need help? And she's like, you know, relationships are hard work. They're so hard. And that's the thing they take just because you've been in it for nine years every yeah. day. It's and if every anything, day, it's harder in year nine than it is in year one or two. And I think it's also it's like Vishal is doing the work that should be done, which yes. is you're working on yourself while you're he's not giving up the work on himself while he's working on the relationship. Unclear yes. if he's working on the relationship. But we can see that he's working on himself, which is like very taxing. Yes, yes. And it's it's a lot and it's a lot of growth. And he's clearly is like doing it for the better him, betterment of himself and his relationship. And Bali makes another good point. She's like, you know, O'Malley and I have chosen each other. Mm. And like and so we have that commitment to like make it work. And we know it's hard work to to stay in this relationship and so you need to know that you want to do that with Richa. That's a really good point. Which is like very very good advice and Bali you're the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't wait to see more of her. I'm sure we will get a lot more in coming episodes. Um, so okay Rishi and Monica and Shira are alive. So Shira is another the friend of right? the Patels. She's I guess we're going to put her in a friend of role because she's not an official cast member, though we thought she was going to be. I thought, yeah. Um, but I think maybe she just didn't get enough of an edit to be added oh, to the full cast. Yeah. Um, and all we really see of her is like at the end of the fight when she's like, guys, we're better than this. Like, we're family. Let's yeah. not do this. Um, which honestly, I heard from a lot of people on social media who were like, who was that like bully? <laughs> <gasps> Wait, what? They were calling her a bully. Why? And I'm like, no, she's just like trying to like calm the situation down. She sees a lot of pain and stuff yeah. and wants to just be helpful. But I people agree. were oh, coming wow. after her, which was kind of unfortunate. Um but she's a young mom. And right. so I'm curious to see her story. I hope we see a bit of it. We'll see what happens. Um, and so let's see what else happened at the party. Um, so, OK, so Dylan makes a comment about he says the straights are drinking White Claw. And I've never had a White Claw. You never had a White Claw? No, I've never had a White Claw. What's wrong with me? Well, hot girl summer, <laughs> you and me, White Claws. <laughs> but my question is, is like, is do straight people not drink White Claw? I don't know why he made I that comment. I always associate White Claws with like 20 somethings. Okay. That's what so. I associate it. Like I've only, like I, not I've only, I've drank it with 
Like the first time I had it was with cousin Mary in Las Vegas. Was it fewer <laughs> calories or something? Yeah, it's just like a wine spritzer. Okay. I guess. Does it and maybe taste it's not a wine spritzer? Yeah, the raspberry is <laughs> really good. Okay. Well, next time we get together, we're gonna yeah, have some white claw. <laughs> white claw. White claw summer. Um. Okay. So you know, let's see here. Then, then the like situation happens. You know. Okay. So we meet Monica Shaw. She comes in. And she's kind of telling the story of how her and Brian met. Mm. And she's like, yeah, you know, he got in touch and I wasn't I was kind of bored and he's Gujarati and I knew my family would like that. So I was like, sure. <laughs> and Brian calls himself a young Shah Rukh Khan, which, um, which I know about now. Yeah, which is a statement. Of the fabulous lives of Hollywood wives, which Hell, we yes. know the Priyanka stuff, too. Yeah, totally. We totally. read Go Back and listen to our fabulous lives of Hollywood lives recaps. And when we recap the uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas memoir. Yes. Little plugs. It, there's some good info in there. And mm. if you don't know who Shah Rukh Khan is, you will learn from that. Um, and yeah, so, you know, we meet her. She seems nice. Her and Monica Vaswani right now, by the way, are like our besties. BFF. Yeah. Besties. If you go to their Instagram page, they're they together. Hanging, it up. Yeah. Like, Totally. Um, it was a little unfortunate she had to wear a mask because she had just come from work because we didn't really get to see her face. I mean, she's but... like a frontline worker, man. I know. Like, that's incredible. I know. I know. I know. Um, okay, so then the confrontation happens. Well, Vishal jumps in the pool, first of all. He's like eating by himself in the corner and then he jumps in the pool, which is like it was kind of a like sad scene. I thought a little bit. I didn't remember. Like, I don't even remember him eating. My memory's so terrible. A lot happened at the party. I honestly had to watch it a couple times like back to like get everything that happened. But so Vishal's like getting ready to go. He calls his mom. He calls an Uber. And then um, Sean comes in and he's like he confronts him. And I think I we you know the we we skipped over the part in the car driving to when the party. Dylan's talking about where Dylan's talking about it, and he visibly gets very upset about the threat of violence that and Vishal made. So Sean and Pooja, yes, stand like, up just for him. Stand up for him and Anisha and Anisha. And it's it's clear like Vishal should not have threatened violence. No, he shouldn't have. But Sean comes in. And he's like, so did you say you were gonna? bash Dylan's face in and Vishal's like yeah I said that and he basically is like yeah I meant it yeah and Sean is like you know this is my little brother like yeah. you can't talk to him like that like I'm gonna stand up for him Amrit gets into the conversation and he's like you know I'm gonna stand up for Vishal because he's like mm-hmm. my brother and mm-hmm. it's not okay for Dylan to say all this stuff and then Vishal doesn't get to say anything and I think that's true like Vishal should be able to speak his mind the comment about bashing the face in did not need to be a part no. of that um so I think there was a little loss there. I wonder if there's especially something that was brewing inside Sean being like, this is not what our community is about. This is not what we want to show on national TV. Yeah, I'm sure there was a bit of that, but I think most of it. I don't know, I'm just throwing it out, like just a small part. I think most of it was coming from him being like, I... I need to protect my brother. I've seen him. Keep your hands off my brother. Yeah. And like he's gone through like the pain that Dylan has gone through coming out in his family and community, which I'm sure was not an easy process Mm -hmm. in any way. And Sean has had a front row seat to that. So he's, 
particularly sensitive to it as he should be. I wonder if Dylan um, is getting like how how people like if people are DMing him about this. and like- Yeah, so I do think from the temperature I've taken on social media and on our clubhouse recap and a few other things, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like a lot of people are, for lack of a better word, their team Vishal. Um, and so mm. Dylan, I think from what I has 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 likely gotten some mm. some negative I'm comments so from sorry. within his community too as an LGBTQ oh. member as well. So I, I'm sure that's not easy. No. Um and and I'm and we're saying we feel bad about that while also I, I wanna say that I still think that it was not okay to talk about Vishal sexuality yeah. in that way. But um Anyway, so Monica in her confessional is like, you know, what's happening? This is not like Indian kids. Like, we're just concerned about getting a 1600 on our SAT. Mm-hmm. And I heard some comments on social media from people who are a little upset about that comment. Okay. Which and I sort of get. Elaborate? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like that puts the Indian community in a box a little bit. Right. Like, all we care about is good grades and being mm-hmm. like good Indian boys mm-hmm. and girls. And, um, I don't think she meant it that way. I think I think that reveals a little bit about where Monica's coming from, which we all know is that she is she like for lack of a better term, she's the good Indian girl that like mm-hmm. she loves Indian culture mm-hmm. and she is she's into it. She like she she's genuinely into like you know, the stereotypical things that Indian people do. She also steps outside of that, which of she talks about in her interview with us as well. But um, I think some people were rubbed a little bit the wrong way by that comment, just because I don't think all Indian Americans identify with that identity. And I know I don't. Um, and I think that, uh, but I think what she was trying to say is like, kind of what Shiro was trying to say is that like, we are, a family here and we are a community and we don't fight like this usually. And this is not normal for us. And I think, you know, what you were saying earlier, like we're kind of getting into this vulnerable space all of a sudden on the show, which we're not used to. And and I think it was jarring for a lot of people. Um, So there was that. And then um, let's see. (laughs) Then there's Dharma auntie flambing the tortellini. Oh my gosh. Best scene (laughs) in the whole Um, And I think we talked about the other stuff, you know, like Vishal, like, you know, she he kind of pushes Sean's shoulder at one point, which was also not right. I couldn't tell if it was just touching him to like, I'm a toucher. Yeah. Yeah. Like I touch and talk. um, Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was that or a push. I could. It looked a little pushy to me, honestly. And again, I, I do think that like. Maybe this is where it's the end of the night. A lot of drinks have been had. Right. And, you know. Maybe and he then meant we to touch s- and it became a push. Totally. And, you know, Amrit says in his thing, you know, you can't just say that he's gay. If he was, like, you're outing him. He talks about how, like, you know, Vishal is finally standing up for himself. Yeah. You know, Vishal's reacting to a lot of the comments he got last season, you know, which were, you don't stand up for yourself. Your balls need to drop. You need to, like, be a man. Like, you're gay. Like, all this. It's a lot. And he's, like, he's angry about it. This is he's coming to terms with things probably with his therapist that yeah. have happened to him and he's experienced over a lifetime. Yeah. 
It's yeah. not just last season. We have to all keep in mind. Absolutely. It's a lifetime of work. He's in his mid-30s and he's just confronting he's these things. trying to catch up. Totally. And it's it's a lot. And, you know, I think, like, again, like this voice from his family, his community, calling out things and saying things about him and his relationship that are unsavory. I mean, they also, like, last season, they also painted the picture. It's like failure to launch sort of yes. deal. Yes totally like that he's a joke basically he's a joke like if someone keeps telling you over and over again that you're a joke right that's not cool (laughs) I mean like especially when it's um broadcasted across is broadcast the right word across the world let's say on television totally so yeah so then um you know I mean he's just like really wrestling with so much right now a lot of internal a little bit external that we're seeing 100 percent um so then we see you know Anisha the Patels oh what did you think of Pooja kind of like coming out I mean is is she trying to get a spot on the show in a good (laughs) way she was like the way she pointed her finger at Brian like (laughs) <laughs> it's good because we're seeing like the Patels were there last season, but they weren't. I mean, I think we saw more of Sean in this episode right. than we did in all of season one. Right. And I mean, we even got a picture of like Sean and Dylan's like um, sign that is nailed to their door. You yeah, know, I like know. that is, it, which was adorable. It I mean, was. It, it really paints this picture of we are that we're all a community but yeah like sean and dylan are a proper unit like more than siblings you know yes. they just that showed they really like watch out for each other and sean as the older brother is just so protective and Pooja, you know for people who who haven't kept up like sean and Pooja are now engaged uh-huh. and so mm-hmm. she's becoming part of you know the patel unit absolutely and You know, what I think is kind of disappointing to see is I was noticing Mm. the premiere photos and stuff like that. And so Anisha wasn't even there. She was in New York City. Um, Everyone else was at the same place in Miami. And I did not see any pictures with everyone together. And noticeably, I saw pictures of the majority of the cast, but no Patels. And Anisha wasn't even there. And so I think there is a divide going on that may still be active, which kind of just makes me mm. sad, honestly. like It's sad because we're seeing in Shaw's, or we've seen in Shaw's, how these deep-rooted friendships get split up. Yeah, deep-rooted. And we've seen it deep-rooted, and we've seen it in so many housewives franchise and so i hope it's just it's not it's not dividing i yeah and i i don't know maybe i'm just reading too much into the photos i saw and whatever but no i think it's it's great that you're observing all well we'll see i'm wondering if other people like saw that too dm us. yeah totally anything that you might know DM us your thoughts about anything anything yeah. we've discussed yeah and so then monica talks to vishal and she's kind of like you know breathe calm down she kind of like tries to get him it was kind of a nice moment i thought and she's kind of like you know you don't see those two in a space you don't alone. see them a lot together so it was kind of no. nice to see that and she was like you know sometimes people just talk about the reaction they don't talk about like what led to that moment mm. and that there was a lot of poking the bear going on and like 
you know, I think there's like, there's this thing in the Indian community, like so many mm. communities, but especially in the Indian community, there is this very harmful tendency for people to throw shade behind people's backs all the time. And, um, you know, if it never gets to that person, it's a little less harmful. But the situation here, like we've already said, is that the shade was on a public platform for everyone to mm -hmm. hear, including the person that it was against. Mm -hmm. And it sort of it blew up and it kind of like and these things can happen like within any community. But there is like it's an insidious thing that I see a lot in the Indian communities that I revolve in and um. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what's at play here as well. All in all, it was such a great episode. And I think they really set a lot of stuff up. They really did. Like, there's so many things that I'm still wondering about. I want to see how this situation kind of goes from here. Like, it's pretty wild to know that this was the first day of filming. You know, that Dylan is going You're through right. this, that Vishal's going through this, that the whole cast is like turned up <laughs> from right. day one, you know, like. And it's interesting because it's like, is since Dylan is accepted into UPenn, yeah. this might be his only season. Well, I and so I it's think like, he might he be able, I wonder, because Anisha's yeah. also in New York and you, we know Anisha's a crucial part of the show. So right. I wonder if there's a, in situation where both of them would come back or I don't know how they would manage that. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see. Because we want to see Dylan, like, I mean, like, you don't want anyone to have their first season on a reality show unless they're terrible, horrible monsters yeah. to, like, get in in there and then be spit out by a franchise. Absolutely. Which we've seen. You know, and, that's, and it's all oh terrible. Gosh. Like, Joyce on... Beverly Hills. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, Carlton, I guess, too, but. Carlton, well, you know. <laughs> I roll. Um, okay, so yeah. the cake comes out, and that's it. And that was a really long recap, but there was a lot to talk about. It was. There was a lot to cover, and we want to hear, we just want to really hear your feedback yeah. and really be in touch. And I actually, to caveat on that, I really want to plug our clubhouse. Yes. So. I'll hand that to you. So we are doing recaps on Clubhouse on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. We had a really fabulous one on Thursday of last week where we got into everything. It's really, it was just great to hear from so many people about what they're Anisha thinking. Anisha was there. Anisha was not at this one, but she was at oh, one so we sorry. did before. Okay. And um, yeah, we just, if you want to share your thoughts, you know, like we're talking about our thoughts here, but that Clubhouse house room like I'll be moderating it but I really want to hear from everyone else in the room so join us there um if you're not on clubhouse we can get you into that room on a one-time basis just um mm -hmm. or DM us, DM us. We, send you an we will do that or but or join clubhouse like it's kind of a cool community again Thursdays at 9 p.m hosted via club bravo and thanks to them for having us on their platform um and yeah you know like please also like if you enjoy the podcast we'd love to see some more rates and please reviews write, a re write rate and review and, and subscribe and share mm -hmm. i think i think the most important thing is definitely sharing yeah um, because i i um i've been getting i've gotten some dms in the past that are like oh i didn't even know there was like a south asian american podcast yeah yeah. And, you know, another person shared it with me and blah, blah, blah. Totally. It's all about sharing. 
and sharing the love. (laughs) So we'll be back next week. So what's our schedule going to be like? Because the show's on Wednesdays. Deanna has Mm -hmm. class like literally all day Thursday. (laughs) I can do it like if I watch it in the morning, I can record after. But but Wednesdays, I'm in class until everyone's like, who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> um, until like 9.15 Mountain Time. Yeah, which so I could, is too much. So either yeah, we'll so record. So I can record in the morning on Thursdays. We can try that. Or if that's too much for you, Deanna, we'll do it on Fridays. And thank you. And and I just really want to shout out our Thirsty 30, especially like Indra is the biggest. Indra <laughs> and Cousin Mary, who new listeners will come to know. Yes are the two biggest bachelor people oh, and I yes. know you're going to be firing off um just just with your thoughts and stuff <laughs> but we will also cover in our Patreon pop culture like we said the housewives mm-hmm. shaws oh hell yes I fucking love that show. <laughs> and I'm going to, and Andrew's going to bring in her knowledge about Summer House and I'll bring in my knowledge about Br- Below Deck. So if you think about it, it's just like a really well-rounded um, pop culture. Reality TV know, breakdown. Reality TV podcast. And especially with Megan giving birth <gasps> to the, what we think is going to be a beautiful Lilibeth. <sighs> We have so much to discuss. So and much. Indra's a huge, what are you, a royal fanatic? I am a royal fanatic against my, like, you know, I should hate the royals. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. But I love them. I just But, but it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> and, and, like, yeah, we'll get into it. I love seeing them naming the daughter Lilibet Diana, which is, like, a. it's after the queen's nickname and then princess diana as we all know and yet they've left the royal family the dichotomy is on fire so we'll leave it at that <laughs> so what do we say now, now we, say, we say namaste bitches, namaste, bitches. <laughs>